Hey, yo, what, what's up, everybody? It's your man, Dame DNYDC, host of the Two Mics Up podcast. It's a brand new Monday, so you know when Monday comes, it's a brand new episode. Hey, look, you know, so while we was diving in this week, man, going back and forth about, you know, some content to bring, you know, to our audience, um, you know, we were going through some transitioning, you know, got family moving back and forth, and we were talking about, you know, pets. You know, what do you do with your pets? One, you know, in the transportation to and from, boarding, this, that, and the third. And then it kind of evolved into, you know, because I, I was a pet lover growing up. So, you know, I had dogs and things like that. But, you know, we've kind of, times have changed since I was a young a young man, young kid with, with puppies. And, you know, how do you deal with the waste? You know, coming up back in the day, man, you know, you had to go out there in the yard with the, with the little pooper scooper thing, with the little clutch thing on there, hope the spring didn't pop and it didn't fly all over the place, or you had to get the brown paper bag. You know, today you you got dog parks where you walk your dog and they got bags for your things. So it just really got us to kind of just kind of boiling over. And, you know, we said, well, let's just dive into this here. Let's see what we can find, you know, pest waste services and things like that. And come to find out, you know, this has become a very big business. It, it really has. And we went even further, and today, today's guest, you know, first of all, I want to shout out South Carolina, because it's our first time, you know, we, we popping up in South Carolina, so South Carolina represent, but today's guest, um, this brother uh, really stood out in our research, and I'm going to go ahead and stop talking for a second, I'm going to bring him to the screen, you know, today's guest is our brother Courtney, you know, he's the president of Palmetto Scoopers out of South Carolina, and Courtney, you know, I know you've been in the background listening to me talk, but, you know, first, brother, give us a little background about yourself, you know, who you are, and then we're going to dive into some questions because I, I, I'm really curious about, you know, today's topic. So take it away, my brother. Uh, yes. Well, my name is Courtney Seacal. I was born and raised in South Carolina, Orangeburg originally, and mm -hmm. I moved to Columbia in about 2001 mm -hmm. and, you know, therefore moved ahead with my dad and stayed up here for a while, graduated high school up here, went to college back in 2004, 2005 in Atlanta, Decatur at that. Okay. Uh, and I was going to school for electronic engineering and, you know, it was going to be a great thing. I liked the field and I was going to enjoy it. But after a while of seeing what I was going to be doing, which was going to be inside stuck all day and, you know, basically <laughs> troubleshooting computers, I was like, eh, the paycheck going to look nice, but I'm going to eventually get bored with this. <laughs> right. right. So, that's really interesting. You say that, man, because how I, and I get it, you know, are you, I just have to ask, and I didn't mean to cut you off, man, because like some people's like, well, because when you when you hear the topic, and I don't, I'm not. First of all, though, nobody demean what we're talking about today, because this is this is something that's really important once we get into it. But some people are like, man, look, I can get this paycheck, man, behind a help desk or whatever, troubleshooting. You out here putting hands on, hands in daily, and and what was that like? Have you just always been an outside guy and just really wanted to work with your hands and work with people? Yes, yes. I mean, I grew up in the country pretty much and mm. always grew up fishing and always had dogs and things of that such like that. So I always like being outside. It just, you know, growing up, I figured it'd be something a little different I could get into. And I was like, you know, maybe I like being inside, making a nice comfy paycheck every week. Don't have to worry about the elements and nothing that such. Right, and right. I kind of just went with that. And, you know, it was a good way to go for me at that time, I felt. And, you mm. know, when you're young, you know, just coming out of high school, you just ready to get to that paper so you can start, you know, generating some right. cash and start living the life you, <laughs> you want to live, 
that you was living at your parents' house. Right. You know? that, that's facts right there. Because <laughs> uh, what I realized quickly, all those meals I was eating and them nice cable TV shows <laughs> I like watching wasn't free no more. <laughs> right, because without your pocket, you had to pay for yeah. it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, I love it, man. So as you talk about your background and everything, and moving or transitioning from that and, you know, life experience, how did that really then play more of a, a dominant role in you wanting to become or get involved with pest control or pest waste control? Pet waste control? Mm-hmm. Uh, it really started, honestly, I say probably kind of watching my dad. Uh, my dad's, he's run multiple businesses. He's a DJ. He's been one since he was 15 years, still DJs to this day. Oh, wow. So I was introduced to entrepreneurship early. I just never knew what it was called. Mm. So once I, like I said, I got done with the college thing, figured it wasn't for me. I started trying to figure out something else I can do once I came back home. And one of the things I looked at first was dog breeding. Okay. And, you know, at that time, it was about 2007, 2008. And I was breeding dogs a little bit at that time. And at that time, I was doing pit bulls as well, or mm-hmm. American Bullies or Staffordshires. Okay. And right in the mix of me having my first to second litter, that was when the Michael Vick okay. thing happened. Yeah. So I went from having, you know, dogs that was registered AKC, you know, fully worth $600 or more right. to being worth $100 and people wouldn't even pay for the paperwork. Wow. And so then I was left, you know, hands in the air and, you know, just had to really figure out something else. So me and my wife discussed it and we decided to dissolve that business. And I went back working for a family and some retail businesses and stuff like that, helping them grow their businesses, did roofing, different side jobs like that. But, um, you know, all throughout life, I always had jobs where I did like sales and things of that such. And mm-hmm. I always help other people grow their businesses and stuff. So I was like, if, you know, I can sell stuff on the phone and in person as well, I'm sure I could sell stuff for myself. I just need to figure out what I wanted to do. Right. Yeah. Yes. That, that that makes all the sense in the world. And I and I was I was going to say that because I said, man, please don't tell me you you were at the at the high well, not even the height, you were at the beginning at the of beginning. the Michael Vick saga. And yes. I, I was familiar with a lot of people at the time um that were into breeding. And that just destroyed so many businesses uh uh when it came to pit bulls, you know. And yes. The recovery, I don't want to say it's been slow or quiet, but I don't I don't think that it'll ever return uh to the point that it was at that time. And yes. I, I, I say that too because when you talk about breeding and all of the things that you were doing, I think a lot of us don't realize as a community, um, there's really an education that really goes uh or is related to, you know, when you're dealing with pet waste, right? Yes, and it, yes. can you kind of talk to that? Because I don't think a lot of us really correlate the two. Yes. Well, see, what people don't understand is dog waste has a lot of bacteria in it. And most people don't know, like a single gram of dog waste contains up to 23 million parasites mm-hmm. and different bacteria like Guardia, Salmonella, E. coli. All that stuff could be transferred from dog waste to us by wow. simply them just running around in the yard on their paws. Or if, you know, if you ain't picking it up, they eating it. Mm-hmm. Not always. Right. But when dogs get bored and stuff while they're outside playing, because you may let them outside in the fenced backyard, right. you're not watching them every day. I mean, I didn't do that as well. Right. And that's kind of how I really got into this business. Mm. 
mm-hmm. because I didn't know the importance of picking up the dog waste and what co- toxins and contaminations that it could do in the long run if you just never picked it up on a regular basis at that, at least a week at a time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, once I got out of the dog breeding business, I just had my two dogs, Tiger and Roxy at the time, and they were about five, six years old. Mm-hmm. And one day, you know, Tiger got real sick and, you know, they're part of my family. So I was like, all right, let's rush him to the vet. Let's see what's going on. And they was like, well, he got this and that going on. And, mm-hmm. you know, well, you can get this medication from California and we can start this or we can do like open heart surgery and oh, wow. do all this stuff. And the vet was like, there's no guarantee if we did the open heart surgery on him and these other procedures that he would live afterwards. And that, that to me just sounded crazy. So I'm yeah. like, you want me to give you fifteen hundred dollars? for possibly, you know, fixing and healing my pup or possibly killing them. So me and my wife took the other route. We ordered the medication. And before the medicine arrived that Monday morning when it was supposed to, our dog passed away that Saturday night, 2 a.m. in the morning. Mm. And, you know, I always remember that to this day, even my oldest daughter, you know, when I take her out with me some time on jobs just to show her the business, Mm. you know, she can tell you that story herself. She said she remember vividly we waking up two o'clock in the morning she don't remember what exact time but right. at the time we had one vehicle and i didn't know what to really do and my wife was like we got to call the emergency vet so we wrapped them up in a big comforter and we carried them to the emergency vet where they could hold the body mm. and that's when they said hey do you want to get an autopsy mm-hmm. and i was like i didn't know you could do that on a dog you know right. i, I right. never heard of that right so I was like, yes, let's do an autopsy. So we sent his body off to Clemson University, did an autopsy on him. And they told us that it was several different things that caused him to pass away. Mm. And it was like, but it was a lot of toxins and bacteria in his bloodstream. Wow. And I was, I was just confused. I was like, wow. I was like, he's a, you know, 80 to 90 pound dog really was healthy in shape. You know, I took him on walks daily and it was mm-hmm. like, well, it could have been several culprits that caused this. Hmm. Could have been the diet or just him eating his dog waste. And I was like, what is dog waste? Dog poop? Right. You know? Right. I'm, I was never educated on the importance of picking up your dog waste, as most of us has as right, dog right, owners. Right. You know, we get a dog, we're happy. We're like, let's play. And <laughs> right. I got a best friend forever. <laughs> right. You know? And I would say nobody want to deal with the dirty, the dirty, the dirty part, part of, of the dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So... When I found this out after us going through that as my family, I just figured, you know, how many other people that don't know this in my community? And I want to do my part to try to help educate the community so no one has to go through this as well. Because, Mm. you know, he was a part of my family and still is to this day. I got him in a big old urn with paw prints on it and I keep him in the house. And, you know, my girl dog, Roxy, to this day, she's 14 and a half. So if he never passed away, he could have lived to be as old as she is. Right. So. I always like to make sure I tell people it's very important to pick up your dog waste because, mm-hmm. you know, if they're if you're not doing it, they're probably eating it when they're bored, when you're not watching them outside. Right. And those and that them doing that over a prolonged period of time can be deadly to them. So uh, I always yeah. tell people that it's very important. Yes. Again, you, you really touched on really the I think, like you said, most of us when we get a dog or a pet, um, it's part of the family. And we're gonna play all day. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a friend for life. Good times, bad times, they're always there for us when we need them. Even in times we when we think we don't need them, they're there. Uh and that is one of those negative um or one of those uneducated things that we don't know about. But there are also some other unseen negative impacts of pet waste too. 
um, not just only to the dogs, though, because uh, you mentioned that, but even more so to the community. And uh, yes. w- what are some of the other things that we kind of take for granted when, you know, you let your dog poop out here on the neighbor's front yard, uh, lawn or on their walks on the sidewalk or the curb? There's a whole lot of other unseen effects that we see, too. Yes. And my biggest one I always say is this, that nice thing you love to go in the kitchen and turn on. And, and every mm. time you go and take a nice little shower, that mm. same water you cooking with, drinking, showering with, even giving to your dog in this bowl if you don't, you know, give your dog purified water. Wow. You know, that's the same water that's sitting in your yard that's, you know, been processed from the water plant. That's washed out of the bacteria of the dog waste out of your yard into the rivers, lakes, streams, mm-hmm. all in your neighborhood that goes down the storm drains. Wow. So, you know, if you're not picking up your dog waste and if everybody in America is not doing it, imagine how much you're contributing to all those mm-hmm. contaminants going into the water stream that mm-hmm. they're having to process at the water plants that, you know, we have mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing a lot of research on water just in general and, You know, that's one of the biggest issues right now is getting water to other countries as well as making sure we have enough drinking water for us as Americans. Right. And, you know, I say by doing our little part of just picking up the waste once, twice a week, you know, however it may be, or even if you just do it yourself in your own yard, you know, that's Mm. helping out a ton. Yeah. I say if you get a thousand people, you know, per city doing that across the United States, that's a lot. You know, little dots add up over time. Mm-hmm. So I always tell people that's the main thing. And not even that, I say, if you care about your community as much as you do and you got a family like I do and care about taking care of the next generation to come after us, mm-hmm. we have to start now. Wow. And one thing I truly, you know, hate is that most people just really don't think about it. Cause what I hear a lot is like, Oh, well, my lawn guy come, he come, you know, cut the grass, the poop is gone. And right. that's like, to me, the funniest thing I always hear. I was like, yeah. so you think they just, make the waste go away i say let me give you a physical visual example imagine taking a grenade a grenade Mm -hmm. throwing it in your backyard it explodes it sends scrap metal everywhere correct right Right. so same thing with a lawnmower if that blade is chopping it's chopping it's everywhere it it sprays the poop everywhere everywhere. so now you know what you're doing now you just literally expanded the contamination all across your yard. Mm. But in your mind, you're thinking, oh, it's gone. The lawn guys has come. It's gone. No. All they did was shred it up in little pieces and sprinkle it across your yard. So mm. now when you and your family out there, your kids, you think it's all clean, but it's really not. Because not. what you don't see is it's down into the grass in little pieces. And, you know, mm. I got videos I've posted even after the lawn guys has cut grass. Most of the time, they'll lift their blades up to cut Gosh. over it because they don't want to clean it off their tools. Neither they shoes. Mm. Wow. And again, see, the, and these are this, and this is everybody. I don't, I don't care who you are and, and not, not to say like, you know, even yourself before you were, before you became a professional. Yes. We all have done this. And I'm not going to claim ignorance, but we just, like you said, we, ah, it's gone now. And I'm, <laughs> yes. just, I'm just sitting here thinking in my mind, the times up there, I'm like, damn. And, and the next day, my daughter or, the kids in the neighborhood, they slide because you know we other we have a hill. And they mm-hmm. sliding down the hill. But just because I don't see it, and all I did was just spray it. Yes. And then they got they bring it back into the house. And then you know, you're sitting on your furniture or touching your furniture or whatever it may be. 
And you, we just totally don't think this is even possible. We try to figure out how how JoJo gets sick. JoJo was just fine the other day, and all of a sudden JoJo's sick with some type of stomach ailment or diarrhea mm-hmm. or whatever it may, and, and it's passing through the family. You think you got the bug? Yes, yes, ah, that's crazy. And, you, and you'll never guess that it came from something that small because mm-hmm. you know most pet owners. We just I always say you know we're just not educated on that part of you know owning a pet you know we're told about the shots and the vaccinations and you know make sure they're eating good food but we never deal with the opposite end i like to say yeah of the aspect of what's going on (laughs) of being a pet owner you know because (laughs) you know it it sounds good you know but you know it's hard to to deal with that part and most people don't want to talk about it as well as you know for some it's an uncomfortable or uneasy subject but i tell people you know it, it needs to be said no, it's a reality. It's a reality fact that, you know, it needs to be talked about and discussed. And I'm glad that we have you on to, to sit down and, and educate us uh, on, on these aspects, man. Because like I said, when I when I was sitting here and we were just diving into it, I was like, nah, no way. Hey, get out of here. Like, I'm just being honest, being, being blind and, and, and dumb to the fact. Uh, but man, I appreciate you taking the time to educate us on that part. But I also want to continue too, Courtney. Um, so then really... What would you say um, are really the benefits then of being able? Because some of us are lazy, even with the pandemic. <laughs> even though we're home, let's just keep it real. Uh, yeah. What What are some of the benefits of hiring a, a a pet waste removal service such as yours? I say some of the benefits is you don't have to worry about doing it yourself. It's like mm-hmm. if you live on the East Coast time, mm-hmm. or like most states, you know we have daylight savings time. And if you work a regular eight to five or nine to five by the time you get off work monday through friday you don't typically have the time or if you just busy working a side hustle job because you got more than one Mm -hmm. or if you like me you know you got three kids a wife you got kids doing activities after school every day you don't have time for that but it's something that needs to be done if you truly care about the safety of your family and your pet right so you know that where we come in we'll take that headache off your hands i mean one of my clients, uh, well, several, I would say one, but one that just signed up, she was texting me the other day just saying, thank you so much. I never knew of a service like this, like you, uh, Lifesaver. She's like, I got two kids. You know, my husband is deployed off in the military. She's like, I just wow. don't have time to do that anymore. Wow. She got two great dames. Wow. You know I mean, wow. I would tell people like, you know, it's not always people with the small dogs that call us, but we do have those clients. But when you got two great dames, bull mastiffs, you know, medium-sized mm-hmm. dog, golden retrieval Labradors. I mean, on average, a dog poop two to three times per day, like on average, it varies by the the diet, you know, and if your dog, say you got two dogs, they pooping three times a day. Okay, so you say that's That's six pounds, that's That's six pounds in a day, you know, Mm -hmm. that's a lot. Mm -hmm. So if you do that math in a week and then you're like, oh, well, by the time I get to pick it up, it's more than you really want to do. And on the weekends, if you got some free time to spend with your kids, you don't want to be out there breaking your back, picking up poop. You, you yeah. just want to go outside, enjoy that nice, beautiful yard you have free of dog waste. And right. that's what we give. And I always tell our clients as well, we give back to our community. We okay. donate to res- local rescue shelters in our community as well, always, every year. And I always tell them, because a lot of my clients do have rescue pups as well. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the initiatives that really got me started donating a percentage of what we make annually to local pet rescue shelters. And wow. we've been doing that for about over four years now. Awesome. And I enjoy doing that so much because I get to not only educate 
about these, you know, people that rescue dogs, but mm -hmm. new dog owners of the importance of using my service. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and one of our models I always like to say is, you know, we take a lot of crap from our clients. They always get a good laugh, but, you know, I try to lighten yeah. the situation. Yeah, on. I like that, yes. man. I, I really do. Hey, I, I appreciate that. You know, and we're, we're going to pause for the cause. We're going to take a small break. want to shout out our sponsors here on Two Mics Up for really supporting the show. You know, without them, we would not have been able to grow uh, in the manner that we have. But when we come back from the break, you know, I do want to follow up with that, you know, uh, a little bit further about some of the misconceptions, too, uh, that people may have using uh, a service such as yours. Um, but like I said, we'll be right back after a short pause and we'll be back for, for the second half of the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Second half of this amazing conversation with, I guess, Courtney, uh, president of Pal Palmetto Scoopers. Man, I'm, I'm having problems with the with the peas today. Uh, <laughs> forgive me. Um, and if you all are just really joining in, and you know you're looking at this like, dang, we, what is this? We're we talking about pets. Look, go back to the beginning for those of you who are pet lovers, and really get educated because Courtney really dropped some some gems on us, man. That. Uh, a lot of us as pet lo lovers, we just kind of take for granted, I'm sure, because I was listening in my head. I'm vividly thinking of the time. Yeah, I did that. Yep, I know I did that. So, you know, and, and before we came out to break, you know, we were talking about the benefits of hiring a pet waste removal service such as yours, Courtney. But I also want to know, because I, I really believe there's some other misconceptions that people have when it comes to, you know what, I'm not going to get a service. I don't need a service like that. And what would you say some of the biggest misconceptions there are when people don't use a service such as yours? I say the biggest misconception that I always hear from like some clients that, you know, in my generation and a little bit older is that dog waste is fertilizer for their grass. And, <laughs> I, and I laugh and I always ask them, I say, if you leave that dog waste on your grass for more than four weeks, you'll see that it burns your grass. Oh. And that's from the nitrogen and toxins in the grass. Oh. from the from the waste so mm -hmm. therefore you know how could that be good for your grass if it burning and stain the grass i was like 
That's it's never <laughs> good for you, you know. <laughs> yeah, I come from, I come from that school. Boy, leave it there. It's good yeah. for the grass. <laughs> don't, don't touch that. Leave it there, boy. It's good for the grass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's good for the grass. And I was, told, I was like, no, it's not good for your grass. I'm like, no, no, no. I said, if so, you know, we'll be able to shred it up and spread it over the yard for real, you know, and watch it grow twice as thick and twice as green, you know. No but true, man. But I ain't never seen. I've never seen the PGA using that on none of their, you know, none of their laws that they're using their grass. So I don't think it's that good for yeah, it. Yeah, for real, man. I love it. That's yes. so true. I, yes, I, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, I say that's one of the ones I see. Or I had one client call me before. <laughs> and they were just tossing it over their fence, and I was telling oh. them, I was like, "No, that's." <laughs> I told them that that's not good as well because I say it'll pile up over mm. time, and I was like, "You're just tossing it over the fence." What most people don't know is dog waste attracts different uh, rodents and different things. Mm. And I got a perfect story I can tell you. Okay, this one client called me. She had a uh, little doggy pool, and she was throwing dog waste under it. And I was like, kind of confused what? when I heard it. So I was like, yeah, let me come there and see what you have. So when I lift up this uh, doggy pool, mm -hmm. I found under there like a whole ecosystem of just animals that feed off of bacteria oh, and, dead, and dead things. Oh, so goodness. when I flipped it over, it was different bugs, spiders. And, and I looked a little bit more. It was me and my team member at that time was, you know, cleaning up that area. We ended up finding a dead rat under there. Oh, and the, my goodness. Homeowner was surprised, like, oh my God, how did I get under there? I was like, well, man, you got to think all these bugs and little maggots and stuff in the dog waste, the rat is feeding off of that. Oh, so man. while the rat is feeding off of that, you know, it's eating good, but then it got stuck in there. So then, guess what? It dies from the bacteria of the stuff that's sitting underneath there, as well as all the stuff it was eating. So then the bugs that was literally in there, you know, that it was eating was eating it and then, you know she was just she was just un just couldn't believe it and i was like yes ma'am this is why i tell you you needed to pick this up and after that she had to resaw her whole little area there because it was just a big round you know eight foot circle six oh, foot circle man. circumference of the thing and she's like oh my god i can't believe that and i was like yes ma'am she didn't even know how the rat got under there and i said ma'am you know if they want to get in they'll get they in. Go get in yeah exactly yes yes Jeez. and I always tell people that story like, you know, I've seen it with my own eyes. I've been doing this for seven years and I've seen every type of dog waste situation you can see. I've seen people that had it piled up high and, you know, they was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I just didn't know the importance of it. And I was like to tell them I even had clients where they've seen snakes in their yards. And I was like, well, that snake is coming there to feed off the animals that's coming to feed off the dog poop oh, because wow. they're attracted there. Because most people don't know that it don't only attract flies, but it attract mosquitoes, mice, and other little, you know, things that are come around there as well. And I always try to tell them, like, make sure you get rid of that stuff out your yard as soon as possible. Man, look here. Okay, yeah, you got me with that one, bro. I, <laughs> again, these are the things that we just don't, we just never think of. You know, we yes. as human beings, we're just very short-sighted. Uh, I'm getting it out the way for now. But you're not <laughs> thinking about the after effects or the ripple effects that come behind that action of just being lazy and just having a professional come out and take care of it. I mean, cause we're going to be that lazy because you're yeah. going to pay for it one way or the other. Cause like you said, with that client, she ended up having to pay for it and yeah. could have saved herself the headache. If she just wouldn't hire somebody from the get, it probably would be yeah. a lot cheaper. So I'm sure that's, that's, that's wild. So then, <laughs> you know, speaking of clients, right. Um, I, I, I'm just curious to know. So uh, let's say if I was a new client, 
and you know, I had pets. Let's say I had three dogs, and okay. and I'm looking for, uh, you know, I'm interested in the service. Like, how would you work with a new client, and uh, like, how do you kind of you could just kind of give a brief brief walkthrough, like how you would provide different services or, or when you're dealing with the new client. Yes. Well, what we typically do is we assess your house once we come there and do your initial cleaning. Mm -hmm. And that's and that varies from the last time when you clean your yard. If it's been a week, then we like to come out there, do a really good deep clean. We walk every inch of your yard, corner to corner, fence to fence wall. Okay. And afterwards, we'll tell you we'll go with just put you on a regular once a week subscription. Mm -hmm. But typically, if you got three dogs that are medium to large breed, we prefer right. twice a week. Okay. And especially in a very small yard, because mm -hmm. the accumulation of the waste, you know, it wouldn't make sense for us to come once a week when the amount of bacteria just be sitting in your yard for extended periods of days. Mm -hmm. So for us to do our job and feel like we're keeping you and your family safe, we prefer twice a week. That makes but, sense. And we always tell clients, too, as well, like, if we feel like you don't need twice a week, we'll let you know, because... We, we run an honest business. We tell you only what you need as you need. If we feel right. like you got twice a week is too much, we'll tell you that. Okay. But if we feel like once a week is not enough, we'll definitely go through the process and let you know once a week is more than enough. Mm. And I had a client just this week signed up and she got a real small backyard. Right. And she was got she got two dogs, but she was telling my team member at the time she wanted twice a week. And I said, well, ma'am, let's give you four weeks of service and just see how that goes. Right. And if my tech or myself, while we're in the yard, we see that, you know, the amount of waste we're getting is more than 13 gallon. We use a 13 gallon bucket each yard. Okay. Okay. So, so we fill up that bucket in your yard once a week. That means you need twice a week service. Hmm, but if we can come, if we come there, it's just about, you know, a quarter of a 13 gallon bag fill or halfway, you know, it could probably be tolerable. But what we notice when it's in the warmer days, spring, summertime, you know, when we spend more time outside with our pets, then that's when you typically need twice a week services. Okay. And, and in certain stressful cases, we offer three times this week where if you got like four or five dogs, because mm -hmm. we even have a client that has about eight dogs and we go to uh -huh. her house three times a week, okay. but it's necessary, you know, mm -hmm. and that's one thing we always do. We don't give clients more than what we need, but we like to give them exactly what they need to fit them and their pet family. No, I mean, that makes sense. I, I, I would think uh, it does make sense, you know, the size of your yard and the amount of dogs and, you know, maybe your family size, you know, the time of your, oh, everything you said that that really does make sense. And I, I like the fact that you say, you know, it's really um, you want to give uh, each client the amount of service they need, not just take on the service because they are willing to pay for more. Um, yes. And, and I think that that's the best way to be. Be honest up front. And I mean, that serves you better in the long term. So I really love that. Um, about that and thank you for kind of just walking us through that for th for those who are listening uh and maybe in the south carolina area um you know we're going to allow courtney to give his information before we we close out but you know definitely reach out to this brother because i think you know this this is a service that is really needed and i think it's really great and and i'm i'm proud to be able to have you on today to, to rock with us and, and share your your work with our furry our furry friends because you know i mean that, that love they need love too um, yes. But I want to ask an off the wall question, like you know, as we get ready to close out. Yes. Uh, I want to. So, like you know, we had a debate here because I again I'm from the old school. <laughs> yes. And then we got some new school people here on the team, and they looked at me like, huh, what, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> so I'm just going to ask this here because this one, like, can you flush pet waste down the toilet? Yes. Yes. Yeah, some but, people do do that. Yeah, some right. do, but yeah. it's typically difficult for. Anyone at, you know, say if you got larger dogs, because mm. I mean, 
ain't gonna lie, if you're trying to flush a great Dano Bull Master Pool, <laughs> it's gonna be bigger than me and yours. I, you know, I know it's a little graphic, but <laughs> you know, I'm just saying you don't want to clog up you know your, your pipe system with something <laughs> yours, you know. <laughs> so, you know and, and it is, but if you do do something like that, you have to do something that is a you know a microbiodegradable bag as well, so that way it breaks down, you know, the bag as well as the waste properly, but most people that do that typically have smaller dogs, <laughs> not the larger breed of dogs. Yes, but yes, okay. I've known some clients that's done that. Yes, yes. okay, yeah. I look, I can people. I was old school. I, I, I had some family. Like I remember when I was that. Like, huh? What are you doing? Boy, just go ahead because it's all right. It's it's all going down to the same place. Same thing like yes. leaving it on the yard. Yeah, okay. Yeah, see, told y'all. I told y'all. See, uh, we, we'll talk about this off air. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Courtney, as I said, man, you know, before we close out, I really appreciate, you know, you taking time out your busy schedule, man, to really sit down with us. Um, and if you could, before we close out, you know, what what's next? I really love that, you know, you're doing a lot of work in, in your local community. Uh, what's next for you and, and Palmetto Scoopers uh, in the community and what else are you working on uh, next? Yes. And first, I'd like to say, you know, thank you as well for allowing me to be on here and sharing, you know, my business and just, you know, what I do for my community and what I continue to do and what I plan on doing in the future as well. Okay. And, you know, thank you. And I say, you know, one thing for Palmetto Scoopers moving forward is um, I do look to expand our territory because we're mainly in the Columbia, Lexington, South Carolina area and such mm -hmm. about a 25 mile radius of our um, capital. Okay. And I've been looking to just try to expand into other areas. So within the next three to five years, max, I plan on either franchising or licensing out maybe, you know, the business name and such and, you know, helping other people mm -hmm. who truly love dogs and want to help educate the community on the importance of pet waste removal, you know, in my community through the businesses this and, yeah, love it. you know, showing what, you know, entrepreneurship is because I always like to tell people, you know, I started this business with, you know, zero dollars, you know, no government funding, no grants, no nothing. My own hard work, get out there and get the work done showing my face up you know getting out there in the days where it was hot 101 and mm -hmm. days where it's pouring down rain it's 20 degrees outside freezing <laughs> but you know i told people this is what i love this is what i do i do it for myself i do it for my family and i do it for my community Man. and you know i always say you know you got to have something you want to achieve that's just bigger than yourself and yeah. you know i always say you know losing my pet and just seeing my family go through that really dawned on me the importance on what it was to do something for someone else just besides yourself and get back to your community. Man. And um, that's what I really want to do. Just help grow, just, you know, expand as well. Cause I got a lot of friends that do this business and they always tell me, Oh, you know, you're doing great. You need to be down here. And I'm like, you know, I gotta, I gotta do my market research first. I, was like, I can't just, can't just jump the gun and right, do it. Right. But the great thing is, you know, I do have all the processes and things in place where I could help anyone, that is looking to get into this business as well and give them a lot of knowledge as well. Cause um, I mean, several different groups that's private on Facebook and stuff that people that do this all the way from, you know, the East coast, West coast in Canada, as well as the UK. Okay. okay. So it, yeah, we, we international, we everywhere, that's you dope, know, man. that's and, dope right there. Yes. Yes. And um, one thing we also offer, I ain't said it earlier is um, mm -hmm. we also like a older neutralizer and uh, treatment as well to kill the bacteria from the dog waste that's in your yard. And that's uh, We use this system called Wishy Wash. 
Mm-hmm. And what it does is it kills all the bacteria from the dog waste after we pick it up. So when we spray that yard, once it dries, it's safe for humans as well as dogs. Okay. But once it dries, it typically lasts for about four to six weeks. And it helps kill that bacteria for that extended period of time. So your dog won't get any hookworms or ringworms or things of that such as well from the dog waste. Wow. Look here. Yes. I, yes. I, I, I love it. And, and you know, first of all, I, it's our, our honor and our, and our privilege to have, you know, you on. Uh, this is really yes. what our, our platform is really all about. You know, when we say educate, empower, impact. You know, today we've been educated. A lot of times, you know, education is not always through books, ladies and gentlemen. I, and I, today we have a man that, although he is educated, he understood that, you know, sometimes there's trades and tools and passion that can fuel you to become success, successful, to do things that will empower you to make an impact on your community. And today, Courtney is the embodiment of all of that. And, I, and again, you know, if you're in the South Carolina area, you know, Columbia, the capital area. Check this man out. And like he said, if you're interested in maybe be, you know, getting into, you know, this line of, of work, uh, reach out to him. The man, the man has a knowledge, a wealth of knowledge and history, and it can probably assist you or point you in the right direction. And some of you may be like, well, Dane, well, how the heck do I do that? Well, you know what? We're going to go ahead and ask Courtney yes. to go ahead and share his information. If you need to get yes. in touch with him, uh, Go ahead, Courtney. Please share your information with our listeners. Yes. I said if you want to get in contact with me, you can always contact me through ParametalScoopers.com, our website. Uh, you can contact us through Facebook at ParametalScoopers. You can contact us through Instagram at ParametalScoopers as well. We're on TikTok. You can contact us through there at, you know, ParametalScoopers7. Or if you want to just email us, you can email us at ParametalScoopers at gmail.com. I respond to all of those messages myself. And yeah, they'll be processed through my system. But if I see it, you say you saw me on this show or, you know, you want to reach me out to me, you can do that as well. Or if you like, you can text me, call me directly at my phone number, 803-201-5012. Say you just want to get started. I gladly to give you the, the free game on how I got hey, started. Because, hey. you know, I always told everybody, you know, I ain't had no business education per se. But like I said, I saw it from my father and, you know, just basically took what he showed me and just put it in my own and you know even to this day my aunt always laughed because she's like you scooping poop and, you know, <laughs> and i was like i'm like yes auntie i'm scooping poop but you know now today she's still smiling patting me on the back and says she's proud of me but you know she didn't understand it at first yeah. as well you know my, yeah. my aunt she old school and she was just like yeah. boy that you know and she she's from the low country kind of what we call geechee she like boy you know you're picking up that poop down there you know and i'm like you know I'm like, it's, it's all right, auntie. It's all right. Right, right. <laughs> Look, ain't nothing wrong with it, man. Look, it, it takes care of the family and yes. it, it puts a roof over, clothes on the back, and it, it provides a service for the community. And, man, like I said, today was a great episode, great conversation, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, to find out more, like I said, you can go ahead and go online, palmettoscoopers.com, uh, and, and you can start there. Uh, I'll drop some more information uh, in the bio and in the link. Uh, you know, for today's episode, uh, you know, it, it was amazing. Courtney, I thank you again for joining us. Ladies and gentlemen, you can continue to follow Two Mics Up online at www.twomicsup.com. You can follow us across our social media, IG, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Two Mics Up. If you're watching today's show and you haven't subscribed yet, please go ahead down and hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit that bell so that you can be notified by all the latest content coming 
uh, from two mics up. And like we always do at this time, ladies and gentlemen, stay safe, stay blessed. Mike's out.